0: What's up? This is ROH World Heavyweight Champion Cody Rhodes, and you're watching Ringmasters.
1: Alright, what's going on, everybody? My name is Austin. Welcome to the Ringmasters podcast. I hope everyone had a absolutely incredible Halloween. And I'm joined here today with the Dean Ambrose to my Seth Rollins. I'm here with Chad.
0: The great Chad. You know, one half of the world's greatest podcasting team and uh, Austin, we have a special guest today.
1: Oh, we have a very special guest here. It is my wonderful little sister, Sydney. Sid, how you
2: doing? I'm doing good.
1: And she's just tense as all hell. <laughs> she also <laughs> just she
0: also just got accepted into MSU, as I just found out. Oh, so yeah, props you. to that. We were Thanks. driving to this.
1: We were driving to the studio, and then she just checked her email and found that out. So yeah.
0: like, nice little round. Congratulations applause for, Thank you. for that. Congratulations Thank you. for that.
1: There you go. Thank she you. is much smarter than me. I honestly. was just I was
0: just gonna say she's oh, way yeah. smarter than I could ever be. <laughs>
1: (laughs) But yeah, um, so this was a very interesting week in wrestling, more so for around the Michigan area, more so Mount Pleasant where we record this because Ring of Honor had their first ever Soaring Eagle Cup at the Soaring Eagle Casino in Mount Pleasant, and our good friend Chad here had the fortunate ability to attend the show while me and my sister were out on vacation. How was your vacation? It was absolutely
0: wonderful. Yeah, I saw the Snapchat videos. It looked really fun.
1: It was a ton of... Well, I ran into a... Last last year, we actually went to the same place. Um, It was around Myrtle Beach, And um, last year, I ran into these two girls who were dressed up as the Mega Powers, which was awesome. That is awesome. And then this year, I ran into someone who was also dressed up as Macho Man Randy Savage, and someone else was Ric Flair. So, there's always wrestling fans. And there was this guy who had an amazing Conor McGregor outfit, like legit, Mm -hmm. like buff. And he was even talking in the accent, too, which I was like, damn.
0: I wore jeans and a t shirt and put on a leather jacket and went as Dean Ambrose. It was a very easy costume (laughs) to afford.
1: I managed to put on a red flannel and some jeans and t shirts, carry around my guitar, and I was Ed Sheeran.
0: There you go. There you go.
2: I played Super Mario Odyssey.
0: There, there. So we all had a good Halloween. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, the Soaring Eagle Cup. Uh, I got there early because they were doing meet and greets, and you know, as you could tell by the uh, soundbite at the very beginning of the show, I was able to meet uh, Cody Rhodes. Really nice guy. Um, I was in wait. I was in line, and I was like really worried, like, oh, please don't be a jerk, like. But really nice guy. Oh yeah. Like let shook my like too sweeted me shook my hand got a picture with me and then I asked him if he could like plug the podcast you know and he actually had me sit down. And like hang out with him for like five minutes while I waited for him to figure out what I wanted him to say. And like, he didn't have to do that at all. So, Cody, there's no way you're watching this. But if by some reason you ever stumble upon this, and the, uh, thank you. But uh, yeah, the Soaring Eel Cup. Um, pretty good show. I think the crowd could have been a little better. Um, you know, well, they were giving a lot of tickets away. So I was I got, kind of
1: I got one of those tickets, so I gave them to um, your friends. Did your friends enjoy it?
0: Yeah, yeah, my friends did enjoy it. Uh, we had a lot of time. Um, I, I The friends I took uh, have never seen a wrestling show. So nice. like I was like oh well come see this one so we all sat down um, and it started off um, with uh, two just local guys because whenever Ring of Honor does like you know sh- like basically house shows they bring in like locals all right from, like, other companies that's,
1: that's a lot of cool that's yeah. a lot of cool so stuff. they had
0: two local talents that no one knew and they were wrestling and then all of a sudden Jay Briscoe's music hits oh, and no. he walks down <laughs> to the ring grabs a microphone and says who the hell are you two <laughs> and then like just like calls out like how horrible he was like he was like I came all the way here to Mount Pleasant and we didn't even sell out like yeah (laughs) and you guys want to see me and he was like he called us all piss ants and then uh, challenged the two uh, to a match it was like a one on two handicap match and he ended up losing by DQ because he took a chair and threw it at one of them (laughs) (laughs) like
1: just tossed it
0: yeah that's and, great. And then flipped off the crowd and walked down. Oh, so uh, well then. It was funny. I laughed. I thought it was cool. Uh, that was just a preliminary. Uh, preliminary? preliminary <laughs> uh, whatever. But then they uh, had the first match of the Swing Cup. It was Flip Gordon versus Dalton Castle. Mm-hmm. Um, really excited to see Dalton Castle. That's the first time I've ever seen Dalton Castle wrestle. So I was super excited. Um, it was a pretty good match. You know, it was Flip Gordon. So he did all of his flips. Yeah. Um, Dalton Castle ended up going over with the bangerang. And then afterwards, he like got to the turnbuckle and like did like a cup motion and like pretended like drink from the cup. So that <laughs> so that was cool. Um the next match was Frankie Kazarian and Jay White. Uh Jay White's from Detroit, so Sweet. that was like the hometown hero. There you uh go. Kazarian won.
1: <laughs> of course. Uh, and
0: typical heel fashion Kazarian won. Um and uh, Kazarian had a lot of booze. I mean, he's so he was he was playing at the heels because he was playing the hometown guy. Oh yeah. I think I was the only guy in the crowd not cheering for Jay White. Really? And I was like, "Let's go, White." Then you see me go, "Let's go, Kazarian." <laughs> like I was the one guy not rooting for Jay White. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Kazarian went over. Um, it was a decent match. Um, every there was no bad match on this card. I would have um, figured. Yeah. I think the matches could have been a lot better if the crowd was a little bit more into it. Um, it was like the first like three rows like of hardcore fans like cheering, and then there was like my row who are people getting really into it, and everybody else is kind of like sitting on their hands, which kind of sucked. I felt bad for uh, the performers. Oh, I
1: felt I felt terrible because like that's the thing is just like because I went to go get the uh, free tickets and I was like because obviously I was like oh god they're not selling out right and like that just made me feel bad because I don't feel like those guys deserve it. And I'm like when you're when you're in a when you're in a town like Mount Pleasant where it's kind of like separated off a little bit from the rest of Michigan and it's harder to find like a lot of fans that would, would be willing to drive that far right. especially especially from Detroit because like just from Detroit is like mm-hmm. close to 3 4 hours i think yeah but yeah and i was just like man and, it's, and then it bummed me out cuz i'm like Oh man, if they don't sell out, they're probably not going to come back, but thankfully, I mean, yeah. thankfully I saw a Cody tweet out like don't worry, we will be yeah. back.
0: Well, I mean, I know my friend said that. I don't think Cody would say on Twitter, this crowd sucks and we're never coming back. Granted, but yeah. I am hope but I am hopeful. It wasn't a, it, like it wasn't like their area was empty. Like they almost sold out. There were a few empty seats here and there. Um but yeah, uh I th- I could see them coming back. They seemed I mean, his when Cody said they'd be back, it seemed pretty genuine. And, you know, that's Michigan's Brandy's hometown, so I could see Brandy being like, no, come back. But uh, uh, what was next? Uh, Oh, um, so the biggest pop of the night came when Jay Lethal came out. Jay Lethal wrestled. It was Jay Lethal versus Matt Taven. And I hate Matt Taven. Oh, really? Like, if there was any wrestler who was a heel that I genuinely do not like, it's Matt Taven. So, Jay Lethal comes out, huge pop, and then Matt Taven comes out to just a sea of booze. Sweet. And, uh, oh, yeah. So, and, was this
1: the match that you think everyone was into the most?
0: Um, Until the intermission, yeah, because there was an intermission. Um, but, yeah, so Matt Taven, and, uh, well, okay, this was the second most into match of the intermission. But so Matt Taven comes out, Jay Lethal comes out. It's a really, really good match. Um, Jay Lethal was so over with the Mount Pleasant crowd. Uh, there was black machismo chants, <laughs> like it was awesome. He had a, he did a Macho Man elbow from the top rope, That's like great. it was awesome. Uh, Matt Taven went over, which I was Ooh. really surprised by. Just a sea of boos, like Damn. oh, I was I was like, there's no way Jay Lethal does not go over there in more, like Mount Pleasant. There's no way they don't put him over, and you know, I was like thinking about who because because it was uh, a fatal four way at the end beside decide the, the cup. And at that point, it had been Dalton Castle and Kazarian. And I was like, I don't see Taven getting that spot. I thought for sure it was going to be Jay Lethal. Yeah. Especially because I knew the next match, and I just knew it, it would make way more sense for Jay Lethal to be there. However, Taven goes over, <clears throat> see a booze. Uh, Matt Taven uh, did, like, a crying like oh, motion yeah. to the fans. And, like, he actually uh, ended up doing something during the intermission, and I'll touch on that when we get to it. All but, right. Uh, <clears throat> really good match. Um, and then the match I got super into, it was the final qualifying match. Christopher Daniels versus Cody Rhodes.
1: Damn.
0: And you know Same. I was worried that they weren't going to put Cody Rhodes over um because he was the champion. However, after I saw Taven go over, I was like there's no way Cody doesn't go over. They're not oh, going to yeah. make they're not going to make Dalton Castle the only babyface. So, Cody Rhodes Daniels awesome match. Crowd were into this too. I think it's just because it was like just Cody Rhodes cuz everybody was like pro Cody like mm-hmm. as you would, you know, there were two sweets in the air. They were like two sweet. Woo! woo too sweet all the bullet club chants you know Mm -hmm. Cody was up there great show it was awesome Um, and ended up going the full 15 minute time limit and ended in a draw damn so then uh, Cody grabs a microphone and he was basically like you know I'm the world heavyweight champion damn it and if I say this match is gonna restart it's gonna restart So I thought, oh, okay, it's going to restart, and he's going to beat him. And then Daniel says, listen, I'm not restarting unless I get a championship match. Like, next time I wrestle you, it's for the championship. And Cody's like, you want a championship match? I'll put it on the line. And then, so I thought we were going to get a championship match between Daniels and Cody. Crowd cheers. And then Daniels is like, these people don't deserve a title match. And I'm going to fight you when I'm ready, not five minutes after a match expires. So, like, he, like, uh, tells everybody to eat a diz. That's, like, what he says. And then, like, walks to the back. And then Cody was like, you know, Cody is like, well, it looks like I'm not going to go over the cup, but damn it, you people wanted to see a title match. So he calls and he introduces his family. And I don't know if it was Brandy's, like, little sister or, like, her cousin, but there was, like, this little girl. Her name was Emily. She was, like, nine. And he calls Emily into the ring, and everyone's chanting, let's go, Emily. And then he says, all right, so we're going to see a ROH World Championship match right here. So he gives the belt to the referee, and he lays down. And Emily Aww. pins him. Huge crowd erupts, like, Emily, like, he... Pose with the belt, I was kind of hoping he'd be like, I don't do the job for no one, and then roll her up. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny. I was really Cody hoping. Rhodes
1: <laughs> rolls up a nine-year-old. Yeah, I was the only to, one. To retain the <laughs> Ring of Honor championship. I was the
0: only one in attendance that, that really wanted that, that to That would happen. have been hysterical. I would have died. I bet
1: if he was a heel, he would have absolutely yeah. done that. But,
0: so, yeah, he, uh, he lets this little girl pin him. And, uh, you know, he, like, holds her hand up. The crowd cheers. And then she leaves the ring. He's like, Emily, you forgot your belt. And then gives her the belt and, like, sits back with the belt. And, uh. Cody was meeting people before the show started, and the line got caught off because the show was starting. So he was like, "You know, for all of intermission, I'm gonna be back in my booth. Anyone who didn't get the chance to meet me, come meet me." So he actually got to meet with every single person that awesome. wanted to meet him originally. I love
1: that. That's what I love the most about those indie guys. Is yeah, that they're so thankful for the fans that do come and show the show their support for those guys. That well, they're just they're willing to be there until for every single person.
0: There was another guy who surprised everybody because he wasn't advertised to be there, but he did a meet and greet. Bully Ray.
2: Really? Damn. And I met him. Oh.
0: After intermission, after intermission, my phone was dead, so I couldn't get the soundbite of Bully, which I was really hoping I could get. Um, did you? But,
1: man, you didn't, I'd imagine you didn't get a, get a picture either. I didn't
0: get a picture, but I did get an autograph. He had little he had little cutouts of himself too that he signed. Sweet. Um, nice. And I told him how the first wrestling match I ever watched was the TLC Triple Threat between him, Edge, and Christian, and the Hardy Boys. So like that was a really cool story. He like, like fist pumped me, and you know, really nice guy. Oh yeah. I wish I could have gotten a soundbite of him being like, "We want tables and ringmasters podcast." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I didn't get it, but that's fine. Um So oh, after, yeah. that, so I was I was on my way back from meeting Bully Ray. Matt Taven is at the merch booth. Oh. And, and he started saying, "If I wanted to go to the good school, I would have went inside. We would have performed for Western." Oh. <laughs> and. Huge heat. Everyone wow. starts booing this he's man. Ca-
1: he's just all <laughs> Who's over on
0: him. the merch table saying, like, go Broncos! <laughs> like, row the boat! <laughs> and, and, that's, <laughs> and
1: that's crazy, too, because, like, yeah, tonight is the um, tonight yeah. is the um, the Western Michigan game. Well, so. it's just
0: crazy that he had to, like, he had to look that up. Like, oh, you yeah. like, like he, the fact that he looked that up, I think, is cool. Yeah, the fact that yeah. he was
1: like, who are Central's rivals? Yeah. Like, I mean, that shows, like, <laughs> yeah. true dedication to and being then, a heel.
0: And then he also said, like, and then he also said Ohio State was, like, the best, like, oh, which also no. got yeah, get, yeah, yeah, get
1: those Michigan fans, around <laughs> yeah, now. and
0: he's like on the merch booth, like just like standing on the merch booth, <laughs> so like everyone's looking up at him, like just booing him, and he's just working it was dur- him, yeah, and it he's was during intermission, him. and I actually, it actually made me like him a little bit more because I was like, that was great heel work, and I don't see any other heel doing this right now, oh like. yeah for sure, so that was really cool, um, so then after intermission, um Silas Young comes out. Gets in the ring and he says, you know, since Cody and Daniels couldn't get the job done, I asked if I could get a qualifying match. So Silas Young and then Cheeseburgers, his opponent. <laughs> and cheeseburger and cheeseburger's like this like scrawny like underdog of ROH. Gets beaten all the time. Uh. But he's like that lovable underdog. So everybody's like, cheeseburger! And Silas <laughs> Young, who like tells call himself the last real man, he's also a heel. So I was thinking, I was like thinking about who's in the match, and I was like Dalton Castle, Kazarian, Taven. Are we going to see Cheeseburger in this match? That'd be insane. That's mm-hmm. weird, but no. Uh, of course <laughs> not. Cheeseburger <laughs> did indeed lose. So the final four of the match were uh, Matt's, uh, Silas Young, Matt Taven, Kazarian, and Dalton Castle. Obviously, at this point, I'm pro-Dalton Castle. I'm like, yeah. oh, come on. Come on, Peacock. You can do it. Um, and then we had an impromptu uh, triple threat tag team match for the ROH tag team titles. Mm-hmm. And it was this new team of um, uh, Rhett Titus and... Um, and uh, this other guy, I I am drawing a blank on his name, um, but they called themselves the 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 dogs, mm-hmm. and their whole gimmick was they hated each other, oh, so they were like fight each other while they're in the ring. Like, That's great. They were like Irish whipping each other into like their opponents, and like like one would like punch a bunch of people and turn around and punch like their tag team partner. <laughs> they were really entertaining. That's great. And then they ended up, uh, and then Bullet Club's music hits, and I'm like, oh, the Young Bucks, because I knew the Young Bucks were there, but it was actually only one Young Buck yeah. and Adam Page. I
1: saw on Twitter, yeah, the. I don't remember what the other, which other young book it was. I think it was wasn't. Matt. Matt, yeah, because Matt, um, he was like he hadn't been home uh, for like for five years in a row to see his daughter, and um, they let her for him, her birthday. Yeah, for her birthday, so they let her, they let him go home to see that, which was cool. Yeah, so. everyone, everyone on Twitter, because I saw that before the show, and and everyone on Twitter was like, "Dude, go see your kid." Like, are yeah. fine, we're just <laughs> Mount
0: Pleasant, like- exactly. <laughs>
1: like, dude, this isn't like something like. This isn't like Wrestle Kingdom or yeah. anything like and that. and I
0: still got to see, you know, two-thirds of the hung bucks, so I'm okay with that. Oh, yeah. So, and Adam Page did a meet-and-greet, too, and he apparently he was really nice. Sweet. Uh, I, heard, I heard someone tell him, like, oh, I'm glad they found you, because, like, that whole gimmick. And he's like, <laughs> oh, I'm glad they found me, too, and then someone oh, yeah. brought him a box of Pop-Tarts, and he, like, signed this dude, like, <laughs> uh, like but, yeah. So, two-thirds of the hung bucks, Adam Page and uh, Nick Jackson. Uh, the dogs. And then the Motor City Machine Guns music hits because they're the there ROH you Tag go. Team Champions. There you go. So huge pop because of the Motor City Machine of Guns. Of course. Um, I was also torn on this because I love the machine guns, but I also love anything to do with Bullet Club. Of course. But also the dog tag team was really entertaining. Uh, in my opinion, this was Match of the Night. It was great. Um, but this one of those things where like, the crowd was dead for it. And oh, I was man. so upset. Like I, I tried to get a This is Awesome chant because it was awesome. No, Nothing. I tried to get a, like some Bullet Club chants, nothing. I We were able to get a Young Bucks chant for a bit and some Machine Gun chant for a bit. But for the most part, the crowd were like sitting on their hands for this. And I think really? it's because it was right after intermission and people were like still moseying on back. But I was bummed because I thought this was the best match of the night. It ended with a five-person super kick party. Fun. And then the Machine Guns going over um, and, get, and keeping their titles. Um, and then the main event, the Fatal 4-Way, it was actually a Fatal 4-Way elimination match for the Mount Pleasant Cup, um, uh, Dalton Castle ended up going over. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, he annihilated all the heels with bangerangs, um, uh, and then he gets a, cr- a microphone, and people were starting a "You deserve it," and it, that went on for like three minutes. And sweet. then he uh, he got a microphone and says, "You bet your sweet balls I deserve it," <laughs> <laughs> and everyone starts chanting. And uh, he says, because because you know, for those of you who don't know, he calls himself the Peacock. So he yep. says, I guess I'm top cock now. And, and they got a top cock chant started and it was Wonderful. really funny. Wonderful. Um, he basically, you know, said, you know, if the people, if the wrestlers in the back, as much fun as you guys, as I did, then I will definitely be back. You know, he thanked the crowd. I thought it was a little modest. I don't think we were that good of a crowd. But Dalton said it was a great crowd. Uh, Cody ended up uh, coming back, or ended up saying too, like, you know, they usually don't like when I uh, talk for too long, but I'm the champ. So damn it, I'm going to talk. And he also thanked the crowd and said we were an unbelievable crowd. Um, so I'm hopeful they're back. Uh, Dalton got, had the cup and then said he was going to leave it here. <clears throat> and he put it in the middle of the ring and said, so now anytime you guys come to Soaring Yule Casino, you can look at the cup and remember all the fun we had and how we tore the house off the casino. Yeah. And he tried to get the guy who owns the casino to come come out and like thank him, but he didn't come out. Oh, I man. thought that was like kind of a douchey move. Yeah, right? it's
1: like you he came out they came they they were trying to thank you for the yeah. opportunity to perform there. Yeah. And you wanna build a good relationship <clears throat> yeah. with the, that that promoter so that way yeah. you can actually go well, and come back.
0: Apparently apparently Ring of Honor didn't even ask to do this. Apparently, like the Sort Casino reached out to them and said, Hey, do you wanna come like do a show here? And they thought and they thought of the whole concept for the cup. So like that was really cool that, like, the sort of like, reached out to them. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And so I, I'm hopeful they'll be back because I would love to watch Ring of Honor from my hometown. Oh,
1: absolutely. Um,
0: and I think they will. Um, but, yeah. So he ended up not taking the cup home. He left it there. But uh, the next day, he tweeted out a picture of him drinking a mimosa and yeah, said, I'm going to drink mimosa that. from this cup uh, to celebrate him winning the cup. So that was pretty cool. Oh, he said, uh, he said, I'm going to leave this here, and then next year, I'm going to come back and win it again. So, like, that was cool. Yeah. Um. All in all, really good show. Um, I I like I loved it. Um, but yeah, so that was the uh, soaring eagle cup, and uh, yeah, good show.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm still very jealous that I was not able to attend it. Um, it does sound like a lot of fun. Um, props props to the uh, to them to come out to some place like Mount Pleasant. Yeah, because, like
0: I was the entire yeah. time I was thinking that. Yeah, because
1: like, like when I found out that they were going to be performing at soaring eagle, I was like, wow, <laughs> really? Like I'm wh- like. It's not even, like, a town that you would mention to someone and they'd be, like, like it's, like, it's not even one of those towns, like, you would me- mention to a Michigander and they'd be able to point it out on their hand. Yeah. It's, like, the only pe- reason people know it is Central Michigan. But, like, man, it was, like, wow, I can't believe they're actually coming. And it was just, like, yeah, uh, definitely, like, I feel like it would have been a lot better, I f- feel like, yeah, if the crowd did get into it. Like, at least, like, you got the hardcore fans who did get into yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but I feel like with that in mind, though, that there are hardcore fans that are there. Um, yeah, I'm I'm hopeful for the fact that they would come back because I would absolutely pay money yeah. to go see them and meet Cody and all those if, guys.
0: If they do come back next year, I'm shelling out ringside tickets though. Yeah, I was not nearly as close as I would have liked to be. I wanted to throw streamers in the crowd. I wanted to get super into it. Oh yeah. So next year I'm shelling out.
1: You and- wanted you wanted someone thrown into the barricade for you and just feel yeah, it move for sure. Yeah, rings. Well, I mean ringside is just like a just a unbelievable thing but yeah I mean me and Sydney actually are currently um we're on high hopes because um our parents are incredibly generous where after our senior <laughs> senior years of high school they allowed us to have a vacation with the family where we got to choose wherever we wanted to go
2: and it's my graduation and my mom actually brought up the fact that well, I mean, you can go anywhere. You can do anything you want. It's all up to you. And then she mentions WrestleMania.
1: And she mentions New Orleans. So, well, there might be a possibility that we get the chance to go to New Orleans for WrestleMania.
0: Well, that's funny you mentioned that because I bought my WrestleMania ticket. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was going to wait and mention it off record, but yeah, so I'm going. All right. So if nice. we go, we can definitely do something. For sure, yeah. yeah absolutely. So,
1: but yeah, I mean like Yeah, I mean, I don't know exactly what we're going to do, like, if we're going to be able to attend any of the other shows there. Well, I
0: already bought my tickets for Progress, Ring of Honor, Impact, uh, CZW, and ICW, and Joey Janela's Spring Break. Jeez. So, I'm going to all those shows. Oh, and the NXT before.
1: Oh, NXT TakeOver? Yeah. So,
0: I'm going to all those shows. I'm going to be watching more wrestling than I probably will ever do in my life. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, I'm actually more excited for those independent shows than the actual WrestleMania card. Well, yeah,
1: exactly. We haven't really but, heard too much yeah. still about the WrestleMania card, so eventually they'll probably win us over with that. But
0: hopefully we can get Ringmasters in New Orleans. Yeah, <laughs> that'd, there be, you
1: go. that'd be that'd pretty be sweet. That'd be crazy. Yeah, yeah the so. only
2: thing is we wouldn't uh, be able to do Monday Night Raw or SmackDown because... That's okay, I can. I, I, have, <laughs> I still have school because... Yeah. Well, I, I get out of school in May, so. Well, if
0: I do the Raw and SmackDown, um, I can bring my, like, stuff, and we can, like, Skype afterwards and send that to the podcast. Totally, Or we'll totally. just send Grant with us, and Grant can come to New Orleans with us, and we can <laughs> just Grant, have him. how do you feel about a trip there, to New Orleans? There we go. There you go. But uh, while we're on the subject of WrestleMania, let's uh break down Raw and SmackDown for the yeah, week. Yeah, uh, Raw
1: and SmackDown. I which, watched so much of it. <laughs> by so much, he means absolutely none I of it. I watched
0: not one minute, but luckily they did, Yeah, so.
1: that's why I'm here. And why she's here. Yay. So we opened up with Kurt Angle, and um, Kurt Angle brought out the entire Raw roster, talking about like how we're gonna make sure we take down SmackDown Live after what they did to us. The crowd was being real assholes because they started a what chant like immediately. They I was P- very they from, were they
0: the Mount Pleasant crowd?
1: No, they were not. <laughs> no. did, did Mount Pleasant do what chants?
0: Uh, there was a, there was a CM Punk chant a couple times. Oh come on! It was I during never... it was during uh the the Kazarian match, and I got really mad.
1: Yeah, like, seriously, why are we still on that? Like, I I say this week (laughs) after week, just knock it off and get over
0: it. Yeah, I I thought it was kind of annoying. No kid,
1: did you, I I mean, like, if I was at the indie show, I would have just stood up and just went, like,
0: shut up! Well, well, they started a CM Punk chant, so then I started screaming, like, this is awesome! Just to try to drown it out, and that picked up, because... Everybody heard like the the marks shouting CM Punk, so then the hardcore start chatting "This is awesome too." That's awesome. so I was able to beat a CM Punk. Thank at the God, show. yeah.
1: Thank so. God you had some fans that were willing to back you up with that. Yeah, but um, yeah. So Stephanie McMahon ends up returning to Monday Night Raw. Bro, they had
0: seven returns, didn't they?
2: I think it was how <laughs> many? Did was, I think it was? I don't think it was seven. I don't I think, think at, it was four. at least
1: four or five. At I least feel four like, or five. Um, so Stephanie comes out, and um, for, me, they they even mentioned uh, the viral infection. Um and then they also mentioned that January 22nd is the 25th anniversary of Monday Night Raw which will be emanating from both the Barclays Center and the Manhattan Center That's the, so the site of uh, the site of the original Monday Night Raw what it's he- kind of it's like they haven't done like the multiple arena thing it's going to be so forever. terrible <laughs>
0: what
2: i heard what i heard was the Barclays Center was going to be a normal raw and like with the normal Raw and SmackDown superstars, for some reason. Well, it's a and, big anniversary show. Yeah, so. and then um, the one in Manhattan was gonna have legends, and um, I think they said a, a couple dream matches of Re- legends facing each other. But the, I did the hear. The dream match of I Kevin heard,
1: Nash versus Shawn Michaels. Ew. I heard.
2: I heard Ew. there was gonna be Taker, Shawn Michaels, Kevin Nash. Those are the ones
0: that. Those are the only ones that they that mentioned. I don't, don't want to see any of these old guys no. moving, in their, like. The Undertaker? Don't get me wrong, I love The Undertaker. He's the goddamn man. But do I wanna see sixty year old Undertaker who just had hip surgery yeah. can barely move?
1: Especially after he had such an amazing moment yeah. at WrestleMania 33. Like, it's I like I like, can stay we stay at home. Yeah, exactly. Can we find can't we find any can't we have Hunter wrestle?
0: Is Ric Flair wrestling next? Like are we gonna have Ric Flair, Flair wrestle bubble the love sponge? R- like, Ric
1: Flair <laughs> wrestle after he almost died. Yeah,
0: like Like, where's the line here? Are we bringing back, like, Greg the Hammer Valentine? Like, I don't know. I'm totally against that idea. Let's
1: bring back Santino.
0: I would rather see him than The Undertaker.
1: (laughs) So, (laughs) the best part, I mean, the best part about this little opening promo was, yay, we get more heel Stephanie, and yay, the um, Raw vs. SmackDown is, once again, just the McMahons infighting. It's just like, that's that's my least favorite thing about the McMahons. Like, while I do enjoy Shane, and while I do feel like Stephanie is legitimately hateable as a heel... Like the raw the, the McMahon infighting is just like it's been done so many times that it's just like we get it you hate each other yeah. shut up.
0: Well, I heard I heard a rumored Mania match is going to be Angle and Triple H. Ooh. So I could see hmm. I could see you know Raw not winning them firing Kurt and then Triple could... H coming back. I don't want to see that. I think Jason Jordan versus Angle's your money match. But... I f-
1: I feel like that would be a good match too. If but... Jason
2: Jordan never turns heel. Yeah,
1: exactly. If they pull the trigger on him, but yeah, so Kurt Angle names himself the Raw Tag Team. Ch- the Raw t- team Ste- captain. Steph- well, Stephanie named, na- him. named him. Yeah. And uh, Steph's like, if you don't win, like we can find another general manager. So, yeah. So I'm okay. I am I mean, it's kind of crazy now that we're getting Kurt in the ring again right after the last pay-per-view.
0: I got to crank out them dream matches.
1: <laughs> got to get that out of there, yeah, exactly. But then after that, the Miz ends up showing up fashionably late. Kurt's pissed off already because he's like, he got chewed out by Stephanie, and he's like, "Listen, your IC title is on the line tonight because you didn't help us when we were under siege, and um, yeah, so you're facing any whoever I bring out there." And um, I, I just, I just want to sh- let everyone know because I just showed Chad this before we went on. Uh, it was the Twitter exchange between The Miz and Baron Corbin who are set to face off at Survivor Series. Uh, the, uh, Baron Corbin cutting his SmackDown Live promo under siege, going after The Miz, mentioning his wife and then miz just completely murdering him and then corbin once again goes back at him and like it's like like it's like congratulations on your daughter it's like it's gonna be amazing when she gets to look up you, to you for the first time and call you daddy just like it's gonna be the same thing when you look up at me and call me daddy uh, so big I,
0: daddy I, corbin
1: exactly <laughs> i just showed chad that so how do you feel so far about this about um, this about this rivalry
0: i was pretty cold on this um and that's only because there were two heels. You know, they're both really good at being heels. Um and I and you know, for a WWE style thing, it usually need a heel and a baby face, you know. Um those those promos, um, they that could that could sell the feud, but they need to put those on their t- and I didn't see the show, so they might have put those up for people to see. No, they um, mentioned
1: they mentioned it, but see, they didn't. they need to
0: show those. Because if they show them on TV that will sell the feud.
2: Michael um, Cole talked about it.
0: Yeah. That's all we got, yeah. So, like, they should they should show those. Like, I really think that that would sell it because I was interested a little bit more after seeing that. Um, I think Baron Corbin's kind of got awful at cutting <laughs> promos. Um, would, so you, it, would you
1: rank him among the Roman Reignses?
0: I think that um, Grant's um, little mini skateboard there could probably deliver a better promo <laughs> than Baron Corbin. Um, that's just my opinion. Uh you know, I don't think you know he's the he's the big daddy at promo cutting, but mm-hmm. uh, and I think the Miz is untouchable on the mic. Oh, absolutely! And absolutely. I've been a fan of the Miz back when he was teaming with John Morrison. So oh, yeah. that was great! The Miz is my with, boy with the dirt sheets. Oh, yeah, the Miz, was, the Miz was was is my boy. Um, so I'm very much pro Miz on this. Um, but if they can keep up this like war war of words and actually put that on TV for people to see, I think the I think the it could be really good.
1: I feel like if they could do like something like have one of them via satellite into um, like Miz calls out Corbin on Raw on yeah. Miz TV via satellites himself in, um, and then they start having a war words back at each other. I feel like that would be a good way to sell it because yeah. then at least you're having a legitimate confrontation uh, from Raw and SmackDown because other than that you're just mentioning each other like from your own safety of your right. own show.
0: And I know it won't happen, but it'd be really cool if they could get Marie stick a bump. Like, while she's pregnant. While she's pregnant. Oh god. Baron Corbin just kicked her in the stomach. Well, that, oh my at that, god. At
1: that, at that point we're getting to Lita pregnant levels where like right. where she was pregnant with Kane's child. I'd be
0: I'd be very much down for them to do that one spot where Triple H like busts into Randy Orton's house. Like yeah. can you imagine if they did that thing where like Baron Corbin like busts into like Mrs. like Hollywood mansion, even though it's some shack in Toledo and like the Ms. Tourage are like there and like he beats them up and then like Maurice just escapes. I think that'd be a cool way to get heat.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like they have they have a definite chance to actually do something good with this. Yeah. Um, but it's just, like, a matter of, if you're doing it with promos, make sure both guys are cutting legitimate yeah. promos.
0: Well, it's not even that Baron Corbin had a—it it wasn't a bad promo. No, not like, at all. Like, Ms. was right. Those are the best promos Baron's ever done. We should just put them on TV so people can see them. <laughs> like—
1: But, yeah, so uh, so, um, I want to get Sid's opinion on this, too. Like, what are you looking... Like, in terms of the Survivor Series card that we have in terms of everything, what are you really thinking about all this kind of stuff?
2: I'm thinking it's a little disappointing that so far there's, like... Like, so far, when we were watching Raw, there were no titles up for the line. They're all just Raw versus SmackDown, which is kind of worthless. Just the whole, again, like you said, infighting with the McMahons. And, I mean... I just I, I just kind of... I was excited for it at first, but I'm just not a huge fan with Kurt Angle immediately coming back to wrestle after that. Even though he wasn't meant to at the last pay-per-view, I still am really like, it's not as big of a deal as... And that was what everyone was worried about. The next time he was going to wrestle, it wasn't going to be as big of a deal. And then, like, just... I don't feel like Raw has the superstars against SmackDown. I feel like for... For SmackDown they would if it was actually like based on how well they wrestled, I feel like SmackDown would win hands down.
1: I, I disagree with you wholeheartedly because I um, think Braun
0: Strowman Yeah, yeah
1: Braun can Strowman tell it, especially, everyone? especially with the fact that Braun Strowman returned and was announced as the first team member for Raw. Um, like there's Raw's untouchable at this point because they've got guys like um, he, Braun he cheated death. Exactly, he, he did, lifted up he's, a garbage he's truck. cheated up. <laughs> he's cheated death at least two times now. Yeah, and um, not to mention that um, Samoa Joe was back out of nowhere with no entrance whatsoever. He's just like, "Yo, I'm back," and it's like I haven't missed any of you guys because apparently you guys missed me.
0: And can I just say they really dropped the ball on a. Super baby face turn for Samoa Joe.
1: Really? How do you feel, so?
0: Well, I mean, like that crowd was super into Samoa, and they're going to be into Samoa Joe regardless. Like Samoa Joe's going to get cheered, of course. But like, I don't know. I think you know the move would have been to have Samoa Joe be like, you know, I'm back, and I really think a baby face Samoa Joe was the was the call there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I feel like he's just such a good heel in general, and like since he's kind of being. I feel like he's groomed to be like the authorities guy because yeah. that's that's how he was when he before he left. Mm-hmm. I think they're still gonna keep going with that whole storyline, but um, his I, whole
2: thing is like he's he's Triple H's um Triple H's buddy, like doing all of his dirty work, like facing Roman Reigns and whatever, yeah, facing but it, Seth Rollins. which is
1: weird though because then then Apollo Cruz and Titus O'Neil came out and Apollo took the challenge against uh, Cruz and. Joe ended up Apollo throwing... Apollo took yeah. the challenge yeah. against... Yeah. yeah, well, Joe, Joe. Joe, yeah. Joe took his... Uh, threw his gum at Titus at, during the match and um, got the easy win over Apollo um, by hitting him with... Uh, I think he, he... I can't remember what the finish was. He didn't do the muscle buster. Oh, yeah, he did the Coquita Clutch. The Coquita Clutch. clutch. Yeah. yeah. And then Titus wanted to get some because he threw gum at him. God. And Joe was like, look, I don't want none. And then Titus goes to check on Apollo and then Coquita Clutch from behind knocks him out and then he's just like... I don't want to see Titus O'Neil versus Samoa Joe. I don't want to see
0: Titus O'Neill versus anybody. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, I, he's <laughs> just said he's much better as a manager. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like right now is the point since Joe is officially back, get him up to the title picture. Like yeah. make sure like make sure one you have him like on the Raw team so that way I feel like you can make sure that people know he's back and know he can do good stuff because that's the match that everyone's going to be looking at for Raw versus SmackDown. Did Braun
0: injure Samoa Joe? Because if Braun injured Samoa Joe and they just turned not Braun. I don't remember, babyface, yeah, I don't remember exactly how that's a WrestleMania free. Yeah, Oh, for
2: think, sure. I don't remember I think for it sure. Was. I think that was how it happened. I, I, don't, think yeah, it, I, don't, I don't think it was on purpose. I don't remember
1: yeah. I don't remember how he got injured. All I know is that he's back. And I don't think
0: anyone remembers, so you could very much just blame Braun.
1: <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you could just easily say, Braun, you hurt me. Or like he just decides like I'm gonna go after you. Yeah. But then we had Alexa Bliss who was uh trying to do some do some some persuading to Kurt about listen. We're both captains now, so let's cut the dead weight. We should get rid of Mickey James. Um, like we could replace her from anyone from the May Cla- May Young Classic, or we could just dig May Young up. Which, <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, which I was, was like, I
0: love Alexa Which Bliss. I was just like,
1: ooh, okay, you're teetering on the edge oh, of like that's a little too much. That's but not that's, much at all. Nah, that was wonderful. It was teetering on it, but I was like, <laughs> you know what? That's still good because she he she um she still killed it. So then. Uh, she makes, she makes, uh, Kurt makes it, so it's a raw women's title as well, as, as well as an IC title match tonight, and it's against Mickey. So we got Mickey versus Alexa again, which, I mean, just kind of out of nowhere, but like, I mean, it was a title match, so I was just kind of like, okay.
2: And it was the main event, so that's really cool. Yeah.
1: So then, right after that, we had The Miz versus his mystery opponent, which turned out to be Matt Hardy. But the Nero, he's just like
0: wonderful, wonderful.
2: Oh my um, God, the delete chance went on for maybe a full minute. So bad.
1: I do too. I mean, like, and the crazy thing too was like they were like this. Matt hasn't won an IC championship before. So they were building like this could be his first uh this could be his first championship. But um yeah, he had he basically had the entirety of offense until the Miz managed to uh, he got hit with the twist of fate and then he rolled under the bottom rope and then just right from behind skull crushing finale and got the win. Aww. Matt looked great and then Miz like just scurries away with his title. Do I feel you, like it was a it was a good match.
0: Do you think Matt's going to be on the Survivor Series team? I don't know. I or really you think don't think he's just not going to do anything.
1: I hope they at least put him on there because I feel like without without Jeff there, like there's no reason, who there's else nothing gonna, else he can do. Yeah. Who else are you
0: going to put on it? I mean, you know he's, you know, Jason Jordan's going to be on it. Uh-huh. If, if, if Jason Jordan isn't on Team Raw, that makes no kayfabe sense. Cause exactly. Because Kurt Angles is dead. I want to wrestle
1: with my son.
0: So then you figure you know, Samoa Joe's going to be on it, Braun's on it. I mean, Matt's on it. That's, I mean, not the... I mean, I feel like Roman's going to take that last spot.
2: I think so, too. But, I
0: mean, because you have to have the shield on the card, so maybe Matt won't be on it.
2: Yeah, because Seth and and Dean are doing the tag match against the Usos, so obviously Roman would go there. Yeah. thing is if he still has meningitis. I
1: feel like I feel like within it's been 3 weeks. I feel like maybe one or two more weeks and he'll be fine. I mean like they I mean, they, that's managed, what they, said. they managed they managed to put him in the Shield Triple Threat at Battleground when he was out for for suspension for violating the wellness policy. Yeah. So they managed to build him into it without him even being there.
0: I'm just trying to think of like, you know, the people who
2: aren't like who aren't going
0: to be on the teams, what they should do. Like, I
1: don't yeah, know. A I mean, pre-show match. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess you could throw them into a random pre-show match. Because remember, it's six hours.
0: Because <laughs> we I, need it. Six yeah, hours. Yeah, exactly.
1: How the hell are you going to do six hours with a Survivor Series, like, pay-per-view? I don't know. I don't I think, know how you I think do
0: Survivor that. Series in general is a concept that should be retired. But yeah. that's just my. I think Money in the Bank has more draw well, I mean, to N- it as a big Well, four. I mean,
1: NXT is bringing back War Games, which everyone thought was dead in the ground.
0: Right, but that's not a yearly pay per view that exactly. has a very outdated concept of a five on five elimination match.
2: And for some reason, the main roster is bringing back Starcade.
1: Yeah, it's like it's weird why we're so
2: once again back back in the past.
0: I think think Starcade already happened. Did it already happen? I I know. I know it's. It was a house show. Yeah, I know it was a house show. I didn't know for sure. It might not have. I could be wrong. I think it did though. I'll have to look that up
1: for sure. But um, I thought it was gonna be a paper. After after the uh, after the IC Championship match, we had uh, Kurt Angle. On, uh, who is backstage once again talking to some rando? Like, I swear, like, every time they cut to Kurt he's Angle, texting, he's texting always. or like, he's like on a his teenage phone with He's a
0: busy man. He's got to get those hot uh, free agents so to Kurt, watch.
1: So Kurt freaks out, like, calls on his walkie talkie that he has apparently. Little like, they're, they're here, they're here. Daniel Bryan shows up Jeez. and he tries to be like, Look, I didn't know what Kurt, what Shane was going to do. Like, I was left in the dark just as much as you were. Kurt's on massive, I don't trust anybody. So he's like, Listen. Like, I'm bringing my gold medals to the Raw roster, and we're going to take out Shane McMahon. So he leaves Daniel Bryan in his office, and then, this Daniel, is horrible. And then Daniel's just like... Can I
2: mention this part? Huh. Daniel's on his phone, but you can obviously well, one, well, see. Well, first off,
1: yeah, the lights went out, and then and Kurt, he's once again still on his phone. He's
2: on his phone. But it's, it's like you can, you, can the, the the you can see the phone dial. You can
1: see the phone dial. Because, first of all, when you call someone, like it's not just a pure white screen to keep your face on. So everyone's like, you're not talking to anyone. Daniel Bryan's just lost his mind. <laughs> So, and then all
2: of our hearts break right yeah, here. Then
1: Kane grabs Daniel Bryan from the darkness and choke slams him.
0: A hell no reunion.
1: Yeah, there you go. No, that's what I was saying. Uh, Dr. Doctor Ashley was his name?
0: Something he's, like that, yeah. Yeah he's like,
1: yeah, he's like, I got this, guys. Don't worry, I'll solve this. He's just coming out from the back like, I can fix this. I've done this before. Uh, I
0: made him friends once. I'll do it again. Exactly. Uh, Dr. Shelby. That that's Dr. Shelby. Yeah.
1: So then after that, we had an impromptu match between Finn Balor and Cesaro. Neither man got an entrance, so it was just kind of like, okay, well, we got this match out of nowhere.
2: They got to put those commercials in there somewhere.
1: Uh-huh, but um, Finn Balor ends up uh, getting the win. He got a double stomp to the back of the neck of Cesaro, which I thought was a nice nice way to get the win. Um, granted, I guess you could call it a coup de grace to the back of the neck, but yeah. like, it wasn't like the legit finisher. But then Kane comes out after to get Finn Balor again, and he Tombstone Pile drivers him on the stage, heads out to the ring and starts, um, I feel like he was about to cut a promo, but then the shield heads out and it's Seth Rollins versus Kane.
2: Well, that was a match that was uh, that was uh, advertised to happen, so I think that was just like their segue into the match. Okay.
1: Well, Um. anyway, so Seth Rollins does like two suicide dives onto Kane, one of which he nearly breaks his freaking neck. Terrifying. He like literally landed on his shoulder and his neck and I was just like, crap. And then Kane goes over Seth Rollins. So there you go. Yet another internet darling is defeated by the Big Red Machine. You know,
0: I'm okay with these people losing to Kane because it's the same reason I said Bray should squash people. Like, they aren't going to, like, I'm not going to be like, man, Seth Rollins and Finn Balor sure are ass. Like, they can't even beat Kane. Well,
1: that's the thing is, like, like the internet fans in the IWC is just like, you've
0: buried them because you've I had them lose to Kane. I don't think so. I think Kane is a legend. And it's just like The Undertaker beating people, in my opinion. Like I think
1: it's just the fact that people don't take Kane as seriously as they do The Undertaker. Well, it's because
2: he, well well, first of all, he was a huge, he was a lot like Big Show where he just kept turning face, heel, face, heel. And, well, then and then he then would. Corporate and then corporate
0: not. I and then love non- corporate Kane. You oh all stop your God. blasphemous what? words. You, you I love loved you, corporate Kane. I bet
1: you voted for him in his in his in his elections. <laughs> I would have if I lived there. Yeah, you if have voted I lived for in in I
0: want corporate Glenn. Oh my God. I wish that. I wish <laughs> Kane would have came back, and that would have been his gimmick. Why presidential Kane?
1: <laughs> Why <laughs> I'm
0: mayor Kane? <laughs> oh. <sighs>
1: Dude, I'm like, I don't know how you can save yourself from that. It's like he wrestles in dress slacks. That's awesome. No, it's and not. And he just
2: looks like an old grandpa. I'm
1: Corporate Kane. I do not like Corporate <laughs> Kane. Just put the mask on. I'm the and, monster like, make in a suit. <laughs> yeah, like the, the real monster is corporations. Yeah. Like Vince would ever go through with a storyline like that. But anyway, he tries to attack Seth after the match, but Dean comes to try to save him. Dirty deeds to Kane, and then Kane, full Undertaker, wakes up, and then Sheamus and Cesaro, who also ended up showing up, join in on beating up Dean Ambrose. Tombstone piledriver to Dean, Tombstone piledriver to Seth Rollins, and then we cut back to Daniel Bryan, who's being carried out on a stretcher. So this this show was definitely like heavily based on like a lot of promos. At least what I saw on Hulu was what I was um because I was I just got home like Monday night, so I couldn't watch it live on you TV. You watched more than I did. Exactly. So um, I watched all of it on Hulu. So did, um, You
2: didn't mention the trick or Street fight.
0: Exactly. Well, I mean, like, there's a good reason I, why I did. We only that. cover the important stuff here. <laughs> go podcast. ahead. Go ahead.
2: I mean, I barely paid attention to it. I mean, the only thing that I thought was pretty funny was the club was dressed as Chad Too Bad and Tex Ferguson. That Rhino, was funny. Heath, and Rhino were dressed up as Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because why not? And Heath and Rhino went over, but I barely watched the match because I was just like, I hate. How the hell this are you gonna bury
1: Tex, uh, Chad Too Bad and Tex Ferguson? Are Gallows Good.
0: and Anderson gonna get released like the other guys that got released this weekend? I don't know. Like, I mean,
1: it could, it could, yeah, because yeah, we got Emma was released. We had uh, Summer Rae yeah. was released. Darren, and Young. And Darren Young,
0: like I don't know. If I was a club, did, I'd get the hell out. Bob
1: Backlund is the worst general, ma- uh, the worst uh, manager. manager you could possibly have in someone.
2: I just. I I heard that they weren't gonna be done and that they were gonna be doing more releases, but that could have just been a rumor. I feel I, like
1: with with them already releasing three guys, I feel like that's not gonna be an, that's no, not gonna be the end of it. Meltzer
0: said more was coming, so oh, I'd imagine. I yeah. usually take Meltzer's word as law unless he's trashing Bray Wyatt, yeah, and, and then I feud with him. <laughs> and oh, then yeah. he
2: and then he um when he had that Twitter feud with Baron Corbin,
0: yeah,
1: exactly. Um, yeah, it's just like I I can't imagine that like. Well, I mean, granted, the tag team division still is, like, so bare for both shows that it's just, like, unless you bring someone up to replace them, um, it's just going to be like they're floundering. Like, maybe they could bring up Heavy Machinery. Maybe. I think the Authors NXT? of Pain would or, go up Yeah, before... Authors of Pain, yeah, would probably I mean, go up. I
2: mean, I heard... Uh... Uh, today they're doing uh, Sanity versus Authors of Pain for the NXT Tag Titles. So. I feel
1: like Sanity would end up end up beating Authors of Pain, and that would give them the chance to go up to the main roster. And then
2: maybe they show up on Survivor Series because Survivor Series is the show for debuts. I
1: feel like I feel like that would be a good place for them to show up. And if if they're getting rid of the club, which I mean, like at this point, like I feel like Gallows and Anderson are being. So misused by the yes. WWE. I mean, this is the third time Gallows.
0: Has I been think misused. it's. I think it's almost criminal. It is. Uh,
1: it's. It's absolutely a crying shame. The fact that you've taken these guys and you, especially Gallows, like the fact that this is his third time uh, coming back to WWE, first Festus, then SES that you guys didn't get behind, and now this. It's just like, come on. I mean, I, unless you manage to put them together with Finn or AJ like I can't see them like doing anything else.
0: See, I think Carl Anderson is the bigger like travesty cuz like Carl Anderson could be a main event guy that you build your company around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I don't know. I'm a I love Carl Anderson. So, but yeah. I this mean, they dis- probably a- won't get released. And to be honest, you're working for WWE, so even if you're a jobber in WWE, I mean, you're more successful than most. Exactly. Um, but god, if they were if I don't know. I just want them to do well. You want like. I mean
1: like it's just kind of it's like you look at you look at their stuff they did in New Japan. You look how like dangerous and like legitimately badass they were. And then you see what they're doing on Monday Night Raw and you're just kind of like what the hell are we doing here? They're like, so
0: they are like when they when they do like the Chad Too Bad and, and uh the the, Tex the Ferguson. yeah, and Tex Ferguson. That is all like off the cuff improv. Yeah. They could be your top baby face tag team doing just these awesome just hilarious promos yeah and they just need to just let them do their thing they do
1: and
2: instead now they're just doing nerd
1: i mean that that's a start but like once you do that it's just kind of like yeah we'll go into it but um anyway getting back on raw we had um the miz and the Miz Taraj who came into their locker room bo dallas
0: came back yeah bo dallas
1: is back so he's back and then we—he looks down at his floor and finds a garbage bag just sitting on the floor.
2: Dun dun dun! It's like—is Braun
1: Strowman back? They're freaking out. And then Miz goes to find Kane. Kane's like, like Kane, like he's like, look, like, like, thank, you, like you did awesome, like taking out Baron Corbin. I'm like, if I don't remember, I think it was like all four of us took out Braun, uh, Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. And it was just like I said Baron Corbin. I just realized. <laughs> That's okay. We knew it was him. But yeah, he's just like, no, you did most of the work. And then he's like, I'm glad that we have this good team up. And he's like team like you're, you're on, on your, your own, own. <laughs> and then they do it to the bar as well and he's like you're on your own fella and it's just like Miz is trying to constantly be like he's finding like, we're someone we're leaving now he's like, like he- listen we're getting out of here I am terrified for my life they even mention Stranger Things again he's like I'm like I don't, I don't want that Demogorgon freak coming up at me <laughs> I'm like I didn't uh, get that one. Again, that's the name of the monster from Stranger Things. The fact okay. Yeah, the fact that you don't watch it just makes my head hurt.
0: The three of us got the reference.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, we all got the reference. And we got the references that soon came on SmackDown with Strangers-er things. Stranger-er things. So, and then,
2: like, Miz had, like, his his uh luggage, and they were ready to leave, and Kurt Angle's like, where are you going? He's like,
1: you show up late, and now you want to leave early? You're staying for the whole show. And he's like, you don't understand. There's a man trying to kill me. <laughs> so he forces them back in. So they're like, listen, one. Once this match is over, we're gone. So we had Alexa Bliss and Mickie James versus the, for the uh, Raw Women's Championship.
2: This part annoyed me. I was watching it, and halfway through, I started hearing a CM Punk chant, and yeah. it was a loud one. Like, it went on for maybe a full two minutes. It was, I wouldn't say a
1: full two minutes. It went 10 on seconds. for
2: a long time. And that, not only chance.
1: that, but chant came out first. Alexa came out first, which, why do you keep doing that?
2: Well, because people like Alexa, even though she's a heel.
1: But, um, yeah, so Alexa Bliss ended up going over, and... Granted, it wasn't their strongest match, and it felt like they were they were a lot more slowed down and like trying to do some like technical work in the ring, and the fans just weren't having it. CM Punk chant, like you said, like and they, Alexa goes over, and like you kind of expect it with that kind of stuff like that. But um, then what what really bothered me was that like as Alexa was celebrating winning the championship, they cut to Miz and the Mizra leaving, like just like let's go, let's go, let's go. Then cut back to her in the ring.
2: And still then celebrating, cut back. And then
1: cut back to the Miz and the Miztourage getting, getting in their, in their limo. Remote. That's weird.
2: And, they're and, like, and right, so they're like, let's go, let's go, go let's driver. Go.
1: And then they just stop. There's a garbage truck blocking their Can way. Can I just say
2: one thing? Somehow the garbage truck changed from white to red? Let's just not it's question a se- it's it. It's a
1: separate garbage truck.
2: He obviously. Just, he jumped,
0: <laughs> jumped, it's covered jumped, in bronze Braun Trump's blood. Braun jumped into a <laughs> <his laughs> second right garbage now.
1: truck to get back. So he comes up, and then the the garbage truck like dumps him out. And he's still alive, and he just stands was, looking in. No, at it them. was the
2: best part. He raised up. Like, he was out of frame, and then he raised up. And I'm like, ah! And he, just, he
1: just slowly looks up, and he just looks down at him, and like
0: and then like the whole crowd roar with them too oh like, yeah yes
1: well I mean like also we had no explanation of who locked because like they were trying to get out yeah. as they saw the garbage truck was moving down and we're like unlock the door why is the door locked and I'm like first of all how are there no locks inside that car and how have neither of you figured out how to do that <laughs> second of all why the hell did they lock who locked you inside of the car The driver? Like, did Braun Strowman manage to steal the keys from the driver without you noticing? I'm assuming that's what he did. So he comes out. They fl- they jump out of the, the limo as it's automatically unlocked somehow, or Bo found the lock. And then Braun... Runs across and the limo the and just best. jumps over and like starts chasing him back.
2: Like he was just like. D-d-d-d-d-d-d-d. It was like he
1: was Super Mario. It was unbelievable. So once again, <laughs> I like, loved Alexa was, was still down in the ring celebrating. Yeah, with the Yeah, they title, cut back to her. And they should have had him pick up a garbage truck. She was just celebrating out.
2: for and like then, ten minutes And then minutes Bo Star- Dallas gets, and then
1: Bode Alice just comes flying out of Gorilla. And it's just like. No, it was
2: it was Miz and then Curtis Axel and then Bo Dallas. Bo was just like
1: right from behind Gorilla and then. Um, Braun comes out, I think Alexa just peeled out after that point, throws Miz into an LED board, all three of them got thrown down the stage, hit a running power bomb to Curtis Axel, one more time chance, he does it again, another one more time chance, he does it again, and then he does a fourth one, and then table chance, Braun Strowman carries Curtis Axel back to the announce table that he originally tore up, and then just running power slam through the announce table, Curtis Axel is killed. (laughs) <laughs> Just, he's basically dead <laughs> isn't that
2: the second time he's oh, been no. killed
1: uh, first time
2: he was killed by the shield well the first
1: time he was hung up upside down by the shield I don't know if that I don't that, that that didn't necessarily kill him as much as it did embarrass him and all also, the blood is rushing dead. to the axe man's exactly. head exactly <laughs> But, yeah, that was Raw, in in, in a sense. It was really, Seems really... Seems like most
0: of it was skippable, except for the last, like, 15 minutes.
1: Basically, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it was kind of just weird how they were throwing together these matches just to build up other storylines. Well,
0: and that's yeah. why I don't like Survivor Series, because the entire story is Raw versus SmackDown. I mean, that's what we but kept yet, hearing. But yeah, you can't build on those because they're separate brands. Mm-hmm. You know exactly. what I mean? you can't. So you have to, like, take people who are involved in a different story... And interloop them with with this story somehow. And it's just weird,
1: unless you do the under siege thing, which granted they did, but that was only one night. Exactly. And um, it's just it's just the fact that like, it's just a weird concept for a pay per view, and especially it, it's it's basically morphed into like ever since last year, it morphed into bragging
0: rights. I don't hey. mind. I don't mind the concept of Raw versus SmackDown but just make the tag like make the 5 on 5 tag team match the only part that's raw versus smackdown and then exactly. you can still have these storylines that aren't about raw versus smackdown we can get championship matches yeah, we exactly. can get stories
2: that's what upsets me about survivor series is the fact that we're getting one championship match and it's the cruiserweights and nobody cares about that hey because- i care
0: about the cruiserweights yeah. <laughs> He's I, a certified G and a bona fide stud.
2: I liked <laughs> Enzo for a while. I hate him now. Oh, I
0: love Enzo now. And
2: mm. Kalisto, I just find him boring. He can't even time his Lucha thing right because he doesn't know his music.
0: I yeah. just hope that Kalisto beats, uh, Sin Cara beats Baron, and then we can- He went
2: in, that was another thing you, I don't think, did you- oh wait. I did
0: see that, yes. You saw that The part?
2: fact
1: that Sin Cara once again faced off against Baron Corbin on SmackDown Live, and, um, Corbin was basically doing the basic heel thing you do against a luchador. I'm gonna take off his mask because I'm an a-hole. So yeah, and then I'm gonna
0: make him call me daddy. Yep, exactly.
1: <laughs> and then uh, Sin Cara got like legitimately pissed off and just punched him in the face, and the match got no contested. And, Again. Um, well, I mean, no. no first last, last first one, first one was go... a count-out win by Sin Cara. Second one was a DQ win for Sin Cara. This one was a no contest.
2: I thought last week was a no contest. It was a DQ. Okay.
1: It was a DQ because he kept beating
0: him up in <laughs> the, the corner. sudden love for Sin Cara. That's what you get when you re-sign a contract. It's the like, land of opportunity. Well, like, I don't know. He signed their contract, and I guess they want to re-push him as, like, a big, like, Mexican Lucha Hero. They just
1: want their Rey Mysterio back. That's the thing. They want. They want a Rey Mysterio. I would not be surprised
0: that after Survivor Series, we get like a quick roll up out of nowhere, and we get we get at least a week of Sin Cara as a U.S. champion.
1: Yeah, I could see that. But um, Shane McMahon at the beginning of the SmackDown ended up coming out like being like, "Listen, SmackDown's always been considered the B show. We're gonna make sure that um." SmackDown actually pulls their way. I'm the team captain for SmackDown Live. So we get Shane versus Kurt as the team captains for Survivor Series. Um, I kind of expected this. I mean, I didn't really see what else they could possibly do. Like, you have one general manager as the team captain. Now you have your commissioner on SmackDown being the team champion. I, would just, I was just like... What if it's Daniel? What if it's Daniel? And then Kane gets ch- right. slam and I was just like, damn it! I
0: wish they would have made it so Kurt Angle became the captain on his own authority. Like, I wish Stephanie s- didn't do it. I wish he would have been like, you know what? I will. Like, I wish he would have come up and been like, you know, my roster may be broken. My roster may, may be uh, under siege. But I'm gonna kick your ass, Shane. Yeah, like, I wish like, you would have done that.
1: Well, that's what happens when Stephanie comes back. And right. Stephanie, it's like it's always about her. That's and always... just make
2: make the general manager look like a complete have, idiot. Have, we not, like, oh, man, from...
0: have because... we not learned anything? from-
2: Oh man, Kurt's sad. Have we well, not learned
0: anything from Mick Foley? Her the, boss. Second, the second I heard Stephanie came back, I knew exactly what was happening, and I was like, oh no. But anyway, yeah. SmackDown.
1: Yeah, but. Yeah, for SmackDown, then we opened up with the Bobby Roode versus Dolph Ziggler two out of three falls match.
2: I completely forgot it was two out of three falls. I heard it, Dolph Ziggler gets the first fall, and I was like, oh, I guess he won. Then I was like, oh, right, two out of three falls. Yeah,
1: but um, Dolph got a nice super kick out of nowhere to pick up the first fall. Then during the commercial break, Dolph was slingshotted into the corner, and Bobby rolled him up for the second fall. And then um, Bobby ends up getting the glorious DDT after they trade roll-ups again like their previous matches. And um, he gets the win. And um, did he grab the tights? No, he didn't. No, clean no, pin. It was a clean pin. Right. pin yes, Storytelling. Right. Yeah. Well, exactly. Ziggler was. Ziggler do- tried to Ziggler grab the tights. Yeah, to do but um, other than that, he just picked him up and hit the glorious DDT, and then that was it. Peace but, Dolph. But then he had a little promo about him because now he's on. Now he's on Team SmackDown for winning the match. Mm-hmm. Um, he cut out. He's like, I hope that the rest, the three other team members for SmackDown Live, show the same compassion. Passion and competitiveness. <laughs> I think you meant to say competitiveness, but you accidentally mixed up competitiveness and passion. <laughs> compassion. So i like passion and I want my team to show compassion. Like what does that even mean?
2: <laughs> I want Your them rest to- and passion. I want them to show passion. I want them to be so like. I want them to weep <laughs> at
1: the sight of SmackDown. Little did we know, Bobby Roode as a heel would slowly. Mo- I mean, Bobby Roode as a babyface would slowly morph into Bailey. Let's show compassion. Guys. I want everyone hugging. Exactly, <laughs> he's just a compassionate guy. Give what me the
0: inflatable arm waving tube man. Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, Bobby, just be heel. Please uh, give can we time.
2: stop?
0: He'll be he'll, he'll be healed by a rumble. He'll be healed
2: after Survivor Series. I'd,
0: I'd imagine he wins, after he wins a rumble, he'll be healed. I'd imagine, yeah.
2: You think he's winning the rumble?
0: No, but I wish he would. And then we <laughs> cut we cut
1: backstage to where we had the new day coming down dressed up. Kofi was brother love. Xavier was Jimmy Hart, and Big E was Akeem the African Dream.
0: That's really, Yeah, I, I saw that on Instagram.
1: I was like, wow, okay. Well, like, was it,
2: was Kofi it, had,
1: like, red makeup, like, making himself look extremely red.
2: Wasn't Xavier Jimmy Hart last year, too? No,
0: I last year they no, wanted the three they, faces yeah. of uh, the Godfather. Exactly. Oh, yeah. okay. Yep. And um, so then we're so it, we're such marks for knowing that. <laughs> <laughs> like, we know what New Day went as for Halloween. We know two what years New Day's Halloween
1: costumes were. <laughs> so then, um, Rusev and uh, Aiden English show up once again. Like you guys are celebrating a silly holiday, like Halloween. The only holiday you should be celebrating is, is, Rusev, is Rusev Day. So then, um, well, of first off, he offered, they offer Rusev candy, and he just pulls, pulls it and it, drops it.
2: Drops it and steps on it, yep. and Big And gets
1: then Big get oh, this of- sucker, just pour out my candy! <laughs> he and kept then, saying sucker. Yeah, and then even to the <laughs> point where Rusev said sucker, I was just like, okay. And then we had another segment where it was uh, the women backstage, the women SmackDown team, um, Becky was getting them fired up and they did their tea party um, clinking as their like little handshake sort of I was thing glad about that and um, Ellsworth was dressed up as a dog oh it was and um, even Bart at Becky and then and then, and then she's then Carmella... like I knew I knew you'd probably say that and start spraying him with can a water bottle And then Carmella...
2: Car- yeah can we <laughs> can release, we release James? James
1: Ellsworth And then
2: Carmella was like sit good boy it's like
1: I yeah God. And then Natalia comes out laughing at the team is like settle your key tettle. Your, key te- your tea kettle. I completely messed up my words. That's okay. Yeah. I love what she
0: said. I said perimeter earlier. So,
1: <laughs> so yeah. So, she's trying to start some stuff with the uh, team. Like, who could possibly be your weakest link? And it's like then Becky like as Natalia's leaving it's sprays Tamina. her sp- sprays her spray bottle. Yeah, it's to mean. Let's <laughs> be honest with ourselves.
2: She kept saying Charlotte and uh, yeah. Naomi, but it's obvious. I it's think obvious. the weakest
0: link is your women's champion,
1: but that's just me. There. there you go. <laughs> throw some throw some shade, but um. One other thing I wanted to mention, too, about Sin Cara versus Baron Corbin, which was after this, was um, Sin Cara threw one of the announce chairs at Corbin, which caused him to run away. I am the chair. He's like, exactly. And, um, then, I didn't see
2: that part. Yeah, he
1: threw the chair at him, and then Corbin <laughs> ran back back and through the crowd.
0: There's your competitive monster running away at a luchador throwing a chair
2: yep, at him. Yep, there's your, there's your <laughs> United
1: States champion. I'm going to make
0: that chair call me daddy.
1: Yep. Oh, my God. We're just going to get that out of you for, <laughs> like, two I, uh, weeks the now. The
0: rest of this, every podcast is going to have me being like, I'm going to call you daddy. And, like, then,
2: <laughs> and then when Survivor Series comes along, and then... Miz actually does call Baron Corbin daddy, you're going to just be like, I'm just going to come back here and rant. (laughs) Yeah,
1: exactly. So then we had the Usos who were talking about how they were going to face the S.H.I.E.L.D. and then Gable and Shelton announced that they get a title shot next week on SmackDown. And um, again, Gable tried to rap, and I was just like...
2: Can I say the part that annoyed me the most? What? After they finished the rap, uh, Shelton did the... Oh face from oh, yeah, like the from the, meme. from the meme and I was just like oh my god
1: one of the things well, that, I mean like the thing about Gable though is that he's kind of corny he's supposed to be yeah. kind of like remember he he put his name on a towel that's yeah. the thing that we gotta remember about Chad Gable he's like he's an amazing wrestler well, if, but like in NXT he's like ready willing Gable well, one and thing that I just know, managed to go
0: over yeah. there's one thing I know about those people named Chad they're very full of themselves <laughs> like I have a towel that says my name on the back of it too do you yeah I do I you? do I, I dry myself with it every day. Of course, yeah. and
1: then we had Samir Singh take on AJ Styles. The other Singh oh, bro. this was
2: a fast match.
1: I mean, of, of course, it was like thirty <laughs> seconds. I know, but, but then, I think it
2: was faster than last week's.
1: Jinder Mahal called himself the Beastmaster. Master. I'm the Beast Daddy. I want. He to. called himself oh the my be- God. Be- How, like. Let's put he's that like, on I'm the gonna, shirt.
2: He's like, I'm gonna defeat Brock Lesnar, and then everyone will know me as the Beast Master. And I'm just like,
1: here's the hierarchy. I... Here's the hierarchy. The, the Beast Slayer, the King Slayer, Beast beast Master.
0: Then the Daddy Slayer. Yeah, then the <laughs>
1: Daddy Slayer. It's just like, Jinder, you're so trash. And, of course, he goes, uh, now I will speak to the, my people in the language of Punjabi. And it's just like, yay, he's speaking a separate language. Like, I don't care. And
2: then, it, and then, and like, then
1: yeah, so Jinder ends up attacking AJ after the match. And uh, um, Jinder attacks AJ, and then they beat him up and stuff like that. There was a nice spot at least where they had his back like going against the turnbuckle, turnbuckle and the ring post, and he's just stretching it back. But again, it's That's just like cool though. it was cool, but I still hate gender. It was, I
2: know it was different though.
1: Um, it was something at least. But then again, like again, I, you had a sing brother trying to help I you beat up AJ Styles. I don't think
0: they're gonna have gender beat Brock. Uh, I think this feud is so one-sided that. I don't know. I, at first, Dude. I thought, no if, way. If Jinder but...
2: beats Brock, I may break my TV. And,
0: <laughs> I might break my teeth.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: seriously, like, well, first of all, the fact that he's beaten both of the Singh brothers means that AJ is going to get a title shot from Jinder. So I'm, I'm on all four, I'm on all my knees just praying to God that, that it ends up it ends being AJ up being versus being AJ Brock versus instead. Brock. Well,
2: I mean, think about not, that. Not even that, because, like, even if, it's still gender versus Brock. If afterwards they had another rematch of AJ versus gender and then he won, then we could look forward to maybe Shinsuke versus AJ for the for the belt. And then at WrestleMania, yeah, then, then, our happy, Rumble, then our happy
0: marks can be happy. It'd be nice if like Survivor Series, you know, they have the five on five match and then they have Brock versus gender and Brock kills gender, walks down the S- ramp, and then AJ says. Well, you know, I just talked to Shane McMahon, and he's giving me the title match, and then runs down there and it just pins him real quick, and the the show ends with the title. Like, yeah, there you go. I'd be the happy thing with that. That was the... my great AJ Styles impression. I hope yeah, you enjoyed I did, it. Yeah, I, I did. I think I it much. sounds more like Jim Cornette. It does. But... It really does.
2: <laughs> I think I think that WWE doesn't like to send people home happy because I re- I mean I mean they like to send people home happy, but like I remember when we were at SummerSlam and we saw uh, Shinsuke get pinned clean. No, Ch- he not not at
1: SummerSlam. No, the next pay per view. No, that was, was clean. the next view. This was the one but, where the Singh brothers interfered and he just brothers hit him once and hit him
2: once and then beat him. And we were like, "You have to do everything in your power on this main event to make us happy," because like people were outraged. Yeah, but then
0: the Fatal Four Way saved it. So yeah, yeah. exactly. But um.
1: Yeah, it's just like we need to stop with this ginger stuff. Like, yes. honestly, people are gonna care a lot more about your pay per view if you have AJ versus Brock. I, think, I don't yeah. even care if Brock beats AJ. I think
0: Ellsworth versus Brock, I'd care more about. At least, at least I could get. At least I wouldn't I be worried mean, about who's going over. I mean,
2: Austin did mention that he wanted Ellsworth. As champion i champion said that of I ginger. said
0: I said that as a joke, let's be honest.
1: <laughs> like I don't think anybody wants Ellsworth as a champion. But woof, uh, woof.
0: wasn't the Smackdown main event uh wasn't it Kevin Owens versus Shinsuke? It yep. was,
1: but before that we had Big E versus Rusev. I,
0: I would have known that if yeah. I watched it. Exactly.
1: <laughs> um English distracted um the distracted the team by singing Rusev Day and then um, <laughs> and, then and then <laughs> Woods comes up with Francesca starts playing Francesca, hits him, knocks him down, and then um Biggie hits um, exi- uh, Aiden English, but then right behind him, um, Rusev shows up and gets the win and gets him from behind. Yeah. Um, so next week, we announced too that Rusev will be facing AJ Styles for a spot to be on the SmackDown team. Um, also, we had another Bludgeon Brothers promo before this. My boys, the Bludgeon Brothers. Let's be honest, like these guys, like their their biggest their biggest rivals right now are just cameras that are happen to be on the floor. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, Wham! Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> it's like, listen, all of our cameras have been destroyed by the Bludgeon Brothers.
0: Did like, they say It's something?
2: like we buried our cameras, but we can't find them because they're all broken.
0: Did they say something generic like? pain yes. yep is yep. an odyssey suffering <laughs> suffering
1: yep and then just bam. yep just basic trash but then and
2: then stranger earth things. things
1: like they just had all of the uh posters of the possible people that could be uh who have stolen the briefcase and stuff like that and done all this bad stuff to them nothing funny s- s- surrounded by christmas lights um and then um he's like you can see um you can see Fandango, who's dressed up as a sheriff, feeding egos down to this uh, to Eleven down down underneath this little thing, and then um, it was it, Bre- Breeze. Tyler Breeze shows up as Eleven. And he's like, "Wait, if you're Eleven, who am I feeding the egos to?" And he looks down there. And he's like, and "Is it another? Do. Is it? It's another Eleven. And then it's, it's Ty Dillinger. No, it's just 10.
0: Ten. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I would pop for that. Uh,
1: yeah. Victor was dressed up as Barb and um, was just like. Like, I love Barb. Like, Barb sucked. Like, I'm like, of course don't you, you're Barb. Don't you badmouth Barb. She died for our sins. And they were
2: just like, oh, of course you're Barb. And
1: it's like, just coming up from the pool drain. And then they're like, Under Siege! Under Siege! It's Kane! It's Kane! And, and then it's like, and then it's Connor. And he's like, no, this is my Halloween costume. What the hell? He's I like, I told Breeze! You, breeze! I told, I told you. you guys about this.
2: No, he said, Breeze! I told you. And he's like, yeah, I knew. <laughs> yeah I
1: knew. But then the lights start cutting off and then the lights start Christmas lights start flickering and then it just one one of the lights flashed up and it's the Bludgeon Brothers and they're like it's the Bludgeon Brothers and then just they get
0: attacked from from the darkness. Oh, man. Bludgeon Brothers debuting. Exactly. Can't believe I missed that. Yeah, you missed that. I'll have that, to go yeah. home and watch it they again. They didn't.
1: They didn't show the Bludgeon Brothers in there, but they, they just, just showed, showed the. Picture. They just showed the pictures surrounded by the Christmas oh, lights. Who could have
0: predicted that was going to happen?
1: Exactly. But then, yes, then the final <laughs> match, everyone. Yeah. And uh, then there, the, the main event was Kevin Owens versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the right to be on Team SmackDown. Sami Zayn came and tried to interfere, which I thought was cool because then we got to see Sammy kind of talk trash to Shinsuke, who was his first match mm-hmm. in WWE.
2: Well that was that was uh before Sammy went up to the main roster. Yeah,
0: that was Sam. yeah, it was, last yeah. NXT it was It was his last NXT match. I remember
2: that was uh my first uh NXT match after a oh, long break. Pe- oh after
0: a long break. I was gonna say break. in general. I was like, Oh no, man, what a that, great That's first. my
1: that's one of my favorite matches of all time. So Sammy tries to um Sammy distracts a little bit. Shinsuke um, tries to get the pin, but Kevin pulls him Kevin gets pulled out by Sammy. And then Randy Orton comes out and um from behind because Sammy's Kevin's like get the table like get the announce table and Sammy throws the announce table and actually hits a fan in the eye with the table. I saw that. that he yeah. hit a fan with the table yeah he hit a fan I with am the table, the table. <laughs> exactly I was just like I am the back, top of the announce table back <laughs> and to the left <laughs> back into the left <laughs> and you can and, just um, see the
2: guy he's like yeah yeah Oh, I got hit in the face with the Honestly, table let's, I would have marked
1: when re- re- even when Randy came out he still was trying to get into it but he was just like aww. oh
0: my eye but yeah wrestling yeah I mean I
1: I don't know exactly if he's if this guy's going to sue, but everyone's just like, sue him! Get free tickets!
0: I would ask for free tickets. <laughs> yeah, I would
1: have been like, listen, as long as you give me a free ticket, like I'm I wouldn't a, even have, like, like
0: I would be like, I want free tickets or I'm suing. No, all right, I'm not really going to sue. Yeah. I just <laughs> wanted free tickets. Yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> I have um, a great story to tell.
1: Randy Randy slams um Sammy on the table. Gr- uh, Owens is distracting and Kevin, ah, Shinsuke. Shinsuke Nakamura, excuse me. <laughs> Hits Kevin Owens with the Kinshasa and gets Kinshasa. the win. And And um, gets the win, and he is now on Team SmackDown.
0: I really, so so. what do we think uh, Owens and Zayn are going to do if They've they're not going to be in the match? They've got to be doing something. They have, they have to be the you finish, can't,
1: right? You can't leave them off the show. They have to be I, the finish. I think I, I know can what, imagine that Shane McMahon would be one of the last people left, and then Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn just beat him up and then let, let Raw take the win. I, yeah. got,
2: I think I know what's going to happen. I think it's going to end up being another thing like oh no two of our members of rock smackdown are beaten up and for some reason, they're just on the ground. What do we do? We don't have people to replace them. And then Sammy and Kevin come out, and they're like, we're here. We can take their place. And then they lose because they didn't have those other two people. Or
0: they win. And then we yeah, get to or they hear win. Sammy yeah, and exactly. Kevin and be like, the only reason we won was because of us. And
1: like, they cost they, they end up getting Shane eliminated, and they still win the whole thing for SmackDown. Yeah. That'd
0: be cool. That'd that be cool. would be awesome. Well, so if we see, I guess, I guess it's one of those things where if we see, like, you know, Ty Dillinger and, like, Sin Cara as two members of SmackDown. can imagine that we can imagine that those imagine are going to be the ones that. Oh, the fashion police are uh, the last two members of
2: SmackDown.
0: Oh, look at this, uh, the hype bros. Oh, man. yeah,
1: exactly. There you go.
2: Mojo Rawley.
1: Yeah, Mojo Rawley was placed on the team for no reason. Yeah.
2: But yeah, it's
0: just like
1: it was a really. Did they really, say
2: how they're gonna figure out the last two members?
0: Well, we know we have Rusev and AJ. Yeah,
1: Rusev versus AJ next if, week. If Rusev Raw, wins, it's probably. With Raw, end we've only we've only determined right now Braun Strowman and Kurt Angle. That's all we've Smackdown. determined. with Raw. Both
0: both teams, uh, like SmackDown, has like almost the entire team on both sides filled.
1: Yeah, exactly. They've already got at least the basic idea of who's gonna be on the team. So Raw's only got Braun and Kurt set yeah. up right now.
0: You got to imagine one's probably gonna be Enzo. Enzo, uh, let's see Bob Backlund, uh, the the carcass of Betty White, and Emma. <laughs> and, oh, and Emma. And, yeah. Oh let's, no, yeah. Leo Rush. We we'll yeah. have Leo oh, Rush yeah. on let's, it too.
1: Let's talk about that right now because we got Leo Rush who was who went on Twitter saying, "Let's be honest, that's what that's what happens when you go up against you get, when when you try to face Asuka, and he got." Well, then you
0: say like that's what happens when yeah. you when you're when not you're, ready when you're not you ready for Asuka. Asuka. Yeah,
1: yeah, when you're not ready. Yeah, because nobody's ready for Asuka. I get what he was trying to do, but dude. Like, like it was literally the same
2: day. I think it was like within like was
1: the was hour. Like, yeah, within yeah, the hour. Yeah, it was hours. within the hour, and I'm like, dude, that is like, that is so unprofessional.
0: It's I, like ridiculous. I, I was torn because I love Leo Rush, and I was like, oh man, I can't wait for Leo Rush to. Get called up, and then that happens, and I'm like, "Oh, you're an yeah, asshole." Yeah, he's
1: yeah, exactly. He's stuck now down there. He's in the doghouse for a for He'll, a very long time. He's
0: gonna be NXT jobber for at least the rest of this year. For punishment, for sure. Yeah. I mean, like, dude, like, I don't understand what was
1: going through his head. Like, oh, okay, I'm gonna build up the fact that Oscar's like amazing, but at the same time,
0: like, dude, he wasn't even a heel. Like, yeah. if you were gonna make it, like, if he was a like, if Kevin Owens did that. I guess you could make a reason. But Kevin Owens wouldn't do that. Cause but you know what I mean? like yeah. If you were a heel, I guess that would make sense. But as a babyface and as a guy who was like as one of the exciting new NXT free agents, I don't know. I think he really uh, cost himself a good opportunity. Yeah, there. he
1: bit off more than he could chew with that one.
2: What ended up, uh, out of all the wrestling this week, what made me really uh, upset is Sasha Banks is my favorite wrestler, uh, female wrestler. And I was very disappointed that we didn't see her. And I don't know why. Because she needs to be on that Survivor Series team. And so far, it looks like, this is your captain speaking. Oh, yeah, oh a... my God, I wanted
0: to My die. girl, Alicia Fox. Yeah. I love my girl, Alicia. She, she had
2: a captain's hat on. I saw the captain's hat. She, and she had like, this is your captain speaking. Oh, oh, I love and Nia Jax was her first.
0: I love it, Who also returned. Yeah, yeah, Nia Jax
2: also. That's kind
1: of crazy, the fact that SmackDown Live's already basically got their whole women's team sorted out while Raw is still trying to figure out, like, who's going to be on the team. Listen,
0: Captain Fox will lead us, lead the, lead the red brand to the promised land. Yeah. I hate Alicia Let's just Fox. get Drew Gulak, who went as Sasha Banks for Halloween. Let's just put him on the women's team. I
1: hate team. Alicia Well, Fox. Sa- Sa- Sasha Banks went, at Sam- went as Sami Zayn. <laughs> there you go. So there you go. I hate I Alicia, mean,
0: Alicia, Fox. Alicia Sa- I mean, Sasha will be on the team. it's like, well, guaranteed. Like, yeah, but, like. I, don't yeah, know. I can see why you would be frustrated if she wasn't on the card.
2: I hate Alicia Fox. She's,
0: just, she's Alicia just a Fox. massive, massive. My, my girl.
2: I love Sasha Banks. And the fact that she's been beaten twice now by Alicia by Fox. By the greatest
0: women's wrestler on Raw. Oh, my. I know. Gosh. Thank you. She'll be fine. Let's have her in okay. corporate and B- gonna, team oh captains. Oh, my. God. She'll be
1: fine. This is the point where Cindy just leaves the podcast right now. So this is the part where
0: I just say things I don't actually believe just to, <laughs> just to upset people.
1: There you go. So That's I how we bring it. our guests on. It's just like we completely sort of them like, listen, we're not hardcore fans. We're just dirty marks.
0: Yeah. I love corporate. I love booing the, I'm a shill. I <laughs> boo the faces and cheer the heels. But uh, yeah, Ron Smackdown, pretty much just filler episodes. Yeah, it was really like just
1: filler. I mean, like when you have so much time, when you have so much time in between- a pay per view like this is just like they're trying to slowly build it. When normally they're so used to doing it like two weeks before pay per view, where they just hot shot these feuds out of nowhere. Yeah. But now they're actually trying to now they have to legitimately try to build some of these feuds, which are happening on separate shows. Yeah. So it's just kind of like we're we're floundering in terms of like trying to build these feuds. Granted, the Miz. And Baron Corbin with this whole Twitter feud is decent, but you need to show, like, the fans who don't go on Twitter that often and don't follow the superstars on Twitter to know what's happening.
2: I have a feeling they're going to make, like, a video package having that in it because I remember they did a video package once, and I don't remember what match it was, but I remember they had some sort of Twitter video up there.
1: Right. But I don't
2: remember exactly what the match was. I
1: just feel like at that point, like you want to make sure you build the best possible feud you can and if you were to have like someone like um like the like the Miz and Baron Corbin like, on, one via satellite, one in the ring, and then you had them going at each other. I feel like that would be a good way to get some heat and stuff like that and to yeah. get some legitimate, like, back and forth, like, build up this match. Because when you're only just doing it on the comfort of your show and have, like, one person say something on Raw and then one person says something on the next night on SmackDown, like what they're doing with Brock and Jinder, where, like, Brock sa- Brock and Paul Heyman come out, Bro- Paul says something, and then Jinder comes out the next night and says something, and there's, like, no legitimate, like, conflict. They're just talking trash at the person instead of just being like face to face or like face to via satellite, it's just like we're not getting legitimate like heat out of these storylines because they're on separate shows. So I'm 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 kind of nervous in terms of a couple of them, more specifically Natalia versus um, Alexa Bliss and Brock versus Jinder, if that's what they're legitimately yeah. doing.
0: It'll it'll definitely be something we'll have to. Keep watching Ron SmackDown for no kidding. But uh, that is gonna do it uh, for Ringmasters this week. Uh, make sure you tune in and watch Bound for Glory Sunday, because uh, TNA is a thing. Yeah, and, you, guys, uh, you
1: guys remember TNA? Because yeah. I don't. I don't remember
0: oh, it I at don't all. We'll leave the memories alone. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you guys next. Oh, by the way, Sydney, thanks for coming on. How Thank dare you, you, for you cut having her having off? Me. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I just knew we were like pressed on time. No. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah, thanks, Sydney, once again for joining me in chat here. Me. Absolutely. It was a ton of fun to have her on. here. Here, i'm sure we we'll probably see her eventually again oh, yeah because yeah, i'm she sure she will be she'll... a judge
0: for a hot takeoff yeah there you go that's
1: the point where she just completely sees us just trying to kill each other yeah so yeah yeah you can follow her on twitter at sa zoomer 4 while i am at s zoomer 4 see how that can be confusing and i am
0: at chad 100 that's much easier to follow that's much easier to
1: follow yes yeah. so yeah thank you guys for tuning in and we will see you guys next time